Welcome to the College Football Bros. I'm Michael Newman. And I'm Ryan Newman. Okay, so the big rumor that came out today as we're recording this is that, of course, Texas and Oklahoma have reportedly reached out to the SEC uh, to join the conference. And the report says from the Houston Chronicle that an announcement would come within a couple weeks concerning this potential addition. Um, Brett McMurphy has since reported that there is mutual interest on both sides. So again, it's you know a lot of speculation, a lot of reports uh, right yeah. now. But for the purpose of this episode, let's pretend like it's happening and, and kind of give our thoughts there. So uh, let's look at the pros and cons first from Texas and Oklahoma's perspective. So right. Ryan, what are, what is a, a pro that you have for them? I think the most obvious one for them is more money. Uh, SEC yeah. on, more money. on average. <laughs> more money. I like more money, baby. <laughs> uh, just on average, they earn about, I think the SEC earns about anywhere from like five to 10 million more per season uh, each, each team does. So with their revenue sharing. Um, and actually the SEC got like a kind of a, covid relief from the conference this year uh actually so the big 12 didn't get that it was like 20 million bucks or something per school it was a lot so just more money more money and they'll get even more if they add ou and texas like they'll be able oh to negotiate God. better deals so i know be a i know vast they... increase in and in, in, in income that uh ou and texas would get yeah i mean that's always the first answer with moves yeah. like this you got to think money is the the first thing yeah i can only imagine i know the sec just signed their tv deal um, I don't know how it works if they add Texas and Oklahoma, if they're able to renegotiate that or what. But I would think, but I'm not sure. You're right. Regardless, they'll be getting a lot of money uh, yep. at all the SEC schools, even more. Uh, another pro is is that I think it could potentially help Texas and Oklahoma in recruiting, you know, because they could now sell that they are in the this yeah. premier super conference that will have been created, and they'd probably have more high-profile games on TV. It'd probably be a little bit easier to tap into the the talent in the Southeast if they're, you know, of course, playing lots of games over there. So another small positive. Yeah, I think that was just kind of the other thing is you get more, a little more national attention than maybe you would have gotten previous because the SEC with that incredibly dominant conference that it would be, everybody would be paying attention to that. And of course, with the more profile, more high profile games you're going to be playing and you get more eyeballs. So that's uh, a clear and obvious pro. Okay. Uh, ready to go to the cons? All right. Uh, first con that I have putting down here is they just wouldn't have any control over the league uh, like they do in the Big 12. Texas and OU just run that league. Really, Texas maybe even more so than OU. OU dominates it on the field, but mm-hmm. uh, they controlled that league. It's essentially whatever they wanted to do. They'd have they'd have a huge a huge. Uh, input on, on what that conference did that's a good point uh another con is and this is the one that everyone's bringing up is that it would be a tougher path to the playoff for texas and oklahoma which i know i see you kind yes of no skeptical i agree because now you know the 12 team model which is coming is is gonna cushion that blow a lot because there's gonna be six at large spots so you don't yeah. have to win the conference championship in order to get in the playoff um so I, I do think it's being a little bit overblown, but it it still will make it tougher to get that if if the twelve team model as proposed goes into effect, tougher to get that first round by because yes, only that you have to win your conference championship in order to get that top four yeah. seed. And with Florida, Alabama, Georgia, LSU, A and M, all those mm-hmm. teams, only one can get a, a first round by. That's that's hard to believe. Right. And if if you're in that, yeah, no, I'm, I, that's why I'm not necessarily buying the. It's harder to make the playoff like because 
you, you, even if you have losses against those top teams, you're, it's still okay. So if you have like a nine and three year in the SEC where you're playing, like your, your three losses are just maybe the top, all top 10 teams, like you're going to have a very good chance still to get in a top uh, 12 team playoff. Whereas if you're in the Big 12 and you have two losses, I mean, it might not look as good. So. Right, it's, right. Your, your your room for error is much greater. I mean, I know you're gonna lose more, but it, it kind of evens out. You know, they, they. I feel like the the way they have the committees done it lately has been a pretty decent job of looking at not just the wins and losses, but your body of work. Right. Okay. Uh, any other cons? I didn't. OU would lose Bedlam. Uh, they'd lose that Oklahoma Oklahoma State rivalry unless they just played it in the non conference. Um, mm-hmm. But they would lose that, and you'd kind of just lose those traditional Big Twelve games you're used to. The Texas and TCU has kind of been a a fun one, um, but you know that's really the main, really only the other cons right now that I can point out in my head. Yeah, my last con was just it's kind of what you said earlier my, is that they're no longer the top dogs in mm-hmm. their conference. Like right now, they're kind of big fish in a small pond. And I know, you know Texas, of course, hasn't been on the field. A, a top two team but they're obviously yeah. a top two brand in the in yep. the big 12 and the sec there's five or six brands that are as big as you know yeah oklahoma they're just Texas. one of the one in the same there so it's true okay well how about from the sec's perspective because 11 out of 14 teams uh are reportedly going to have to approve this for these additions to be able to happen and yeah you would think uh a&m <laughs> might be a solid no on that but uh what are the pros from the sec overall adding these two teams more money <laughs> more money <laughs> <laughs> gotta put that out there first i mean they're adding two big time blue blood programs uh it's gonna bring texas more and more texas uh eyeballs national eyeballs um OU, of course has just been running things on the field they're a fun team to watch but uh and also, I think as far as money, the the NIL, the new the new for the kids, I think that's only going to increase with just having that conference be that more dominant. I think that's actually going to only help the student athletes in the SEC. Yeah, and they'll get more playoff revenue because they'll have two more teams, especially right now in Oklahoma, they're a perennial playoff contender. Texas, yeah. at any given time, could you know, they pop go to up twelve. A, those teams, you know, I mean, they'll be in the hunt, always there um yeah other than money and power i i can't i can't think of any any other pros i mean those are those are enough to incentivize doing it just that increases their dominance over the rest of the country like yeah just you know they're already the best but at this point it'd just be like you guys don't even have an argument anymore so just (laughs) shut up all right (laughs) yeah yeah. that's it it's over it's over (laughs) yeah exactly um okay how about how about the cons for the sec um I'll start out with one just for the for the current schools in the SEC sort of a similar argument as before but it would make their path to get that first round by tougher cuz only one team can win the SEC yeah and you know yeah that's so that's kind of a con of mine it's just like they, they might beat up on each other a little bit uh you know week to week you're obviously going to have very very challenging games um so that could take a toll on some of the players and the teams um it can wear you down a little bit but then the other thing I had was as just 16 teams is a lot. Um, so if it, I, I would be interested to see how like the scheduling would go. I mean, it's might be several years before you face a certain team in your conference. You right. Know? So, you know, like right now the SEC, they only play eight conference games. So what do you do? Do you just like 
keep the divisions and have a west, east and a west and okay you got to play all your teams from let's say OU joins the west you got to play those seven other teams in the west that's seven games they only play eight there's one more left do you just keep that permanent crossover I mean, game? they that's, might that's restructure the, the whole thing it's hard to say yeah yeah that that's kind of a thing as me is just like 16's a lot You're, no matter how you shape it you might have some teams that you don't play for a long time and right, i don't right. i don't like that as far as conference play goes uh, another con is that it might take away one recruiting edge that the SEC schools have over, in particular, oh, Texas well, and Texas Oklahoma. A&M, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, for Texas A&M, it's very bad. They're the one just, Texas yeah. SEC school. That's huge value to them. Yeah. Um, but just even for other SEC schools, I mean, they're able to go into Texas and, and steal some recruits. Uh, maybe one of the arguments they're making is, hey, come play in the Premier Conference. Yeah. Now they don't, they don't have that argument if Texas joins the SEC. Yeah, yeah, that's that was definitely a con. Just a small point, yeah. Yeah, and I, I guess I'm just worried about you know because Bama the, the SEC has those permanent rivalries. How would those stay in effect, and what would happen? Would uh, would they just continue those and OU Texas to be a permanent one, or you know, uh, I, I, the scheduling thing kind of has me concerned. I, I'm that could be a whole separate other episode, but yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so let's talk about the dominoes that would fall after if, if oh, this yeah. were to happen. So what would happen to the Big 12? What other dominoes could could fall? Yeah, so, I mean, Big 12's left with eight <laughs> at that particular point. And, and they're they're in trouble. They're in trouble. You can't just keep, you can't stay at eight. So they're going to have to either, one of two things going to happen, really. Yeah. Uh, yep. It's, you just, they add a couple teams. Um, they try to steal a... Uh, a Houston and a Memphis, maybe yeah. Cincinnati, uh, Cincy, yeah, something like that. Where you know you find teams that are competitive in both football and basketball. So Cincy, Memphis, Houston, they all are in that that kind of category. Um, hell, like they could add all three. <laughs> um, but th- at that point, th- th- some of those American schools are like, "Is this a better deal or not?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, like, uh, no, nah, it still would be. But so that's that's the option one. It's like, okay, we just add a couple teams, we make it. The other one is just. Four super conferences and it the Big Twelve dissolves. Right? Yeah, go, or so, yeah, okay, go on. Okay, yeah. So my, I kind of place teams into each conferences. So you know, I would I I put West Virginia and Iowa State in the a- ACC. Okay, I got the Kansas schools going to the Big Ten, and then the the, the other four that are left: Tech, TCU, Baylor, and Oklahoma State. They're off to the Big to the Pac twelve. So Pac twelve is going to have like. How many teams was that? Was that sixteen? Because oh, it was four. Okay, four. sixteen for each. Okay, so yeah. I mean, four. now the issue is Notre Dame. Does Notre Dame at that point like, whoa, we we probably should actually join a conference now? And do they do they just say, hey, do they, they join, join the ACC, ACC, and they just say, hey, we're at seventeen, and that's why it's going to be? Or does one of those other schools get left out, like like a Kansas State or an Iowa State? Like, sorry. Yeah, it could. I mean, when the Big East, of course, when this last round of realignment happened, there were some schools that, yeah. you know, got a raw deal. So, yeah, you would think, like, if this is really happening, if I'm a Big 12 school, I'm, like, trying to find a Power 5 conference to to join. Or here's another option, though, is the AAC tries to add some of those Big 12 schools. And they try to say, hey, maybe there is still a Power 5. We're becoming that fifth power conference. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe that, they try. That's to... true. That's a possibility. Yeah. Just who knows? Who knows? I mean, it's, there's so many dominoes. Like, there's dominoes in every direction. But I like my idea better. 
All right, fine, fine. <laughs> Let us know in the comments if you have I any think thoughts. It's headed on... towards four super conferences, you know, the yeah. sixteen team super conferences, and you know, I kind of like it. I don't know, it would be interesting. Hey, I think that's forced uh, the super conferences make it easy for the playoff too. That twelve team playoff, the four winners get those yeah. four buys. And there okay, you go, so man. well, let's let's just close it out here then. Like, do you like this idea? OU and Texas going to the SEC. You know what? I'm not going to be afraid. I'm going to say yes. All right. I'm okay. not going to be afraid of change. I'm going to say I like the idea. Uh, it will be super interesting to see that happen. Like, see those two teams in that conference. We already saw A&M do it. It's actually worked out very well for them. But I like it. Let's just have it and let's see it. And I want to get to the point where we have a bunch of super conferences. And I think it makes actually sense. I, so I'm on board. Okay. Well, we don't know what the, the next dominoes would be. But I'll right. say... And it might make sense for OU in Texas to do this. I'm not sure. But for me as a fan, I think maintaining college football as a nationwide sport is, I just mm. think, best for the, the health of the sport and the future of the sport. So I think as much competitive balance as we can get across the country, the better. So adding OU in Texas you know, to Blue Bloods to the SEC, which is already becoming pretty dominant. Yeah. Uh, so now you're just concentrating more and more in that Southeast I don't know. I think it just kind of cements that SEC dominance, which would be fun to watch. Like, I would love all these matchups and stuff, but yeah. I would also not want to, you know, kind of <laughs> leave the rest of the country out and have this just be kind of a Southeastern sport. But I don't know. Maybe other people. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm not. That's nothing against the Southeast. <laughs> I love watching SEC, yeah, but it's sort of like in, uh, you know, like in the NBA when like one conference is dominant, that's not as fun. You know, you kind of like the. Yeah talent to be dispersed a little bit more but yeah no i hear you it's true the balance of power is uh is better for the sport if you just have one dominant area and that's it that's not nearly right like like i would rather have ou and texas meet up for the first time with all these sec schools in a 12 team playoff that's a little more fun than yeah these you know six teams from the sec playing each other in season and then playing each other again in the playoff i don't know it's no that's a good point i hear you I, i can feel you on that one all right. Well, uh, thanks for checking out the College Football Bros. We are currently in the midst of our 2021 College Football Preview Series. We're going to cover the Big 12 next week. So subscribe to our channel if you want to get geared up for the 2021 season. Um, and again, comment below if you're watching on YouTube your thoughts on this this whole crazy rumor. And uh, other than that, we'll see you next time. You've been listening to the College Football Bros. If you have any questions for the next podcast... Email them to collegefootballbros at gmail.com. To keep up with the brothers on social media, like them on Facebook at College Football Bros, follow them on Instagram at College Football Bros, and for their commentary on Saturdays, follow them on Twitter at CFB Bros. Thanks for listening.